Is that how you spell Michael Eisner? Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Rick. And I'm John. And, uh, man, Spawcon fizzled out for you, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, wasn't able to make it, just wasn't in the cards, woke up late, was crunched on time, didn't feel the need to rush around, and not to mention, you have kids, so taking a two-year-old to a con is something that you judge by the demeanor they are in that day. That's a risk versus reward scenario for sure. And when they wake up in a very grumpy mood, you can pretty much tell, uh, this may not be a good idea to take him into a place where he can reach and grab many valuable things and cost me a ton of money. Mm. Yeah. And I hate that, you know, from the start, I knew I couldn't go. I mean, I had to work this weekend and, Sunday, I had so much stuff to do. I would have loved to have went. It was great last year. Did I? Yeah. I I, yeah. Yeah, it was great last year. Um, I love that area. It's a beautiful... Hot Springs is a beautiful part of Arkansas. If you've never been, take the time to go. There's a great Star Wars museum there. Uh, there's a good toy collecting community up there. Um, and, and just a good place in general to go visit and shop. So Some, some good food. Yeah, good spot. Uh, but now... Sean, I did want to talk about something. I want to extend a conversation we had last week. And it was okay. about Stan Lee and uh, uh, how he carries the idea of Marvel. There are other people I thought of, like Michael Eisner, back when we were, you know, the wonderful world of Disney. You saw his face every single time something Disney came on TV. You knew That's that true. guy's face. You knew who he was. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is the pen ultimate or ultimate, you know, since we're talking about Stan Lee, uh, cheerleader of a brand, of an organization, of, you know, love or hate the guy. He, deserve, right. he deserves everything uh, on either side of that. But he is exactly what we're talking about. And I've just never seen that. From DC, and, and, and right. you had a discussion with uh, with a fan that uh, brought up some names. Was that correct? Yeah, um, you know, I talked to Jamie uh, about the conversation we was having, and he brought up, you know, we didn't bring up Jeff Johns, uh, we didn't mention Jim Lee. I wish I had the conversation in front of me now. I would name off everything else he said, but he did name off several, and that's true. We totally left off Jeff Johns, and you know. I don't think, don't quote me on this, but wasn't he brought in post-BVS? So Wonder Woman may be an actual product of him taking over. So maybe, maybe things are going better in that direction. Well, I don't know. I know that Jeff Johns worked with um, Ben Affleck on the Batman script that they're not using. And the name Jeff Johns did cross my mind. I've read plenty of Jeff Johns. Uh, he's a good writer, uh, but like I said, I've, I've, I can't think of where I've ever seen his face. I, I don't know the guy's right. voice. I know he's printed on a lot of DC books I have. I, I got that. And Jim Lee, I, I've, Jim Lee I've seen talk. Jim Lee I can kind of know his voice, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jim Lee, I know from the art I love, you know, and I, anytime I see that name, I pay attention. And he's, I've seen one video where he gets up at a Comic-Con and talks about how DC's doing. And don't get me wrong, they talk about their company, how they're doing well. They speak well about it. It's just, I don't see the passion from that right. side of the fence. I'm looking for the people who who have that fire and passion same as the people we were talking about and right. you know and, and you, you want to see you want to see somebody represent DC the way Steve Jobs used to walk out on stage at the WWDC and the crowd would just oh to you know a standing right. ovation of just a roar of because you knew he was about to present something pretty amazing. Yeah, but uh, Steve Jobs is. I, I I regret kind of bringing that name up because Steve Jobs is more of a. He's a sheer cult of personality, a force of nature. People were there, 70 percent to see Steve Jobs and twenty percent to see what he's selling you. I mean, that's that's yeah. just the way that was. I mean, that was a unique... Steve Jobs is going to be one of those people that are unique for their time. Uh, good or, For good or for bad, Steve Jobs has left that impression on the world, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I want to see a DC guy do that. That's what I want. And, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I want the Steve Jobs DC. Well, dude, okay, speaking of DC, yesterday and the day before, I believe were National Batman Day. And I wanted to ask you, who who is your favorite Batman, and what's your favorite Batman series? It's going to be Super Friends. That's, okay. That's my Batman. And, of course, that is Adam West and um, uh, Casey Kasem. But live-action so, Batman? So you're going to... But you're going to take Super Friends over Kevin Conroy? I, get, I mean, because I'm, I'm going, listen, I'm going listen, Kevin Conroy. Listen, listen. I, I I get my nostalgia hit from Super Friends. Right. If you're asking me, hands down, who's the best Batman? Yeah, it's Kevin Conroy. I mean, I I, I would. Kevin Conroy is amazing. That, that's not the question you posed. I don't think. Who's your favorite? Correct. Okay, I get you. I get you. A man in a costume, favorite Batman. I mean, we haven't had a lot of Affleck yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I was wondering if, if one of us would take Affleck. Well, he, dadgummit. I mean, he's he's got some really good stuff going on. I mean, he has the, he kind of has the Frank Miller look. He, yeah, he's yeah. definitely got the Bruce Wayne stuff down. Um, he's a good contender. I mean, I, I just feel bad saying... Ben Affleck, because we just haven't seen enough of him yet. Oh, uh, I agree. Christian Bale, it, take out the last movie, and, and, and hands down, probably. Great nostalgia for, you know, the Vulture. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton himself. Right. Um, those two movies that we did get him in, I, I love to death. And, and, you know, they are tainted with that Tim Burton, you know, aura around see, the movie. See, and, I don't think that's a taint. Tainting. I, I, I'm taking that. I, I'm taking my live action Batman is, I want to say Affleck, but I'm going to go Michael Keaton. Yeah, but... Be, because I, I just can't... What is it about it that's keeping me from saying Christian Bale? Because obviously Christian Bale is probably the highest grossing. It is, you know, probably the best stories, especially the first two. Batman Begins is a great movie, but I just don't 
want to say Christian Bale. I don't. Well, the here's my problem with with those with the original movies is that it's those are Tim Burton movies. I mean, that's that's just the way it's it's locked in my brain. Those are Tim Burton movies. Right. It's got nothing to do with Michael Keaton. Those are Tim right. Burton movies. You know, Tim uh, Michael Keaton is great in those movies. Don't get me wrong; they're quotable as hell, and he's great. You want to get nuts, Jack? Let's get nuts. You know, I love it. Um, and I would watch it this minute, but the best Batman? Hmm, I don't know. I mean, there's there's moments. There's I'm Batman. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And him, you know, uh, uh, using the grappling gun and and the and the Batmobile. Definitely, the best Batmobile is is in those movies. Uh, just oh, yeah. because yeah. you got that noir, you know, they they took it back. Like the Tumblr is awesome, but Michael <laughs> Keaton's Batmobile is is a the callback best to the original Bat. You know, those it's Bat incredible. Symbol I love that Batmobile. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's. Dude, Basically, and, and, it's, it's Batman, it's Batman the animated series car. Yeah, that's yeah, and, and the best part is when he like grabs the remote and goes shields, oh, yeah. and it starts armoring up. I'm just like that. I, I was talking about that scene this week at work, and we were both, uh, my friend and I, we were having a conversation. We we're both like that scene was so awesome. Like seriously, Michael Keaton is my favorite Batman. If somebody says, "All right, you get to take." All the Batman's with you onto a desert island. I think I'll take I'll take Michael Keaton with me rather than taking Christian Bale. But but I really would like to say Affleck because I do like his portrayal of Batman. I'm really excited about the Bat the Batman the solo movie. I think that sounds really good. Although it does unnerve me that they ditched the original script. I, I want to read that script so bad. Well, you got to remember, uh, Affleck said he's not doing the movie till the script is right. Yeah, that's true. And so if he's doing it, if, maybe if it's they, right. If they didn't feel it was right and they moved on, that's fine. I'm perfectly yeah. happy with that. He's he's still happy that he's doing it. I mean, as far as we can tell. And uh, you know, I don't I don't want to let this subject slip by and not say that, of course. Batman the Animated Series is... Yeah. I mean, not... Okay, I don't have nostalgia for that because I, I, I didn't oh, I watch did. it when I was a child. Oh, I, I, did. I didn't watch it when I was young. I, I watched that series with more adult eyes and loved every minute of it. I mean, it's like... It's kind of like a Lost. Um, mm -hmm. It's just the art draws you in, the Kevin Conroy acting, just the noir and the, and the, and the art once again, and... That, that if there was ever a perfect animated series, it might be that. It, it could be up there. Uh, I'm also a big fan of Batman Beyond. But That's kind of a that, cheat. That, I mean, Batman Beyond is literally an extension of Batman the Animated Series. I, mean, I know, but it's still a different series. And I, like, I, I didn't want to not mention it either because... Just like, well, yeah, I, I mean, then you have to go into Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and the Superman animated series. They're all tied together. It's all connected. I, I feel like yeah, I've heard that yeah. phrase before. Yes, yes. I think DC did this right years ago, but it was all animated. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all it's true. In theaters, of course, on September 1st, we got a treat, quote-unquote. The first two episodes of Inhumans was shown in IMAX 
it got laughed out of the theaters, and they are now promoting the series as the complete series. So they are definitely not doing a season two, and it is canceled. So so we, it's canceled before it even released. Correct. Yeah. How awesome! I know I've seen you know the uh, the Facebook clippets, and I've watched two or three of them, and I've been like, uh, this this looks pretty awful. Well, they've uh, but, there have been several people that say it's a stinker, like uh, uh, Mark Bernardin with uh, uh, the guy with Kevin Smith has already seen. He went and saw mm-hmm. it, and he just said it stinks. It stinks. Are you gonna watch it? It stinks to high heaven. It stinks. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna go out of my way. If it pops up on Netflix, I might. Yeah. But no, I'm not. But I'm I mean, not gonna be following this. I'll be looking for Agents of Shield. Okay. All right. That's awesome. All right, I dude. Mean, don't uh, get me wrong. I hate it. I hate that, yeah. you know, Marvel has had its first really big, and I said, of course, with Iron Fist, I believe it's Marvel's first flop. Yeah. Some oh, people, th- some people this are is hard flop. Uh, yeah. This is just a crash and burn. Uh, th- this is hands down, yeah. Just crashed into the ground. There's nothing left. Right. Wow. Now, I'm interested in, uh, now, not only did you talk with Jamie about our, our conversation earlier, uh, he also mentioned something else you wanted to bring up. Yeah, he was uh, intrigued about you know the Disney streaming app, and oh, you yeah. know we had discussed that you know it'll be coming out what 2019 or so, mm-hmm. and we were discussing the collection that was in it, and it made me think of this question: if if the streaming app was to come out tomorrow, and the entire you know they they said oh the entire collection will be on there. But it turns out that, you know, it's not going to have everything. What is the one thing you would want added to this collection that you would be able to stream whenever you want? It won't be vaulted. It won't have a time where it's removed and put back and stuff. The way I imagine, I I imagine this stuff will be pulled willy-nilly and then returned. Like, they're not going to give you everything in one fell swoop. They're going to you know, vault stuff and release vaulted. And that that's my guess, purely speculation. But what is the one thing you would want in that collection? Well, let me, let me tell you a tale of your, uh, back, back in, back in my day when we had Disney, when you said the word Disney, you thought of a couple of things. Um, you thought of Disney world and mm-hmm. you thought of Mickey Mouse and the crew. I mean, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, D- Minnie, yeah, they were everywhere. In in my youth, you saw had cartoons all the time of Mickey. You had Steamboat Willie. You had Pluto doing stuff. You had you know Donald was, Duck. Don, uh, Donald Duck, Ducktales. You had Tailspin. You had all this stuff. You don't see any of that these days. I mean, you do see the new Ducktales. Don't get me wrong. Mickey is nowhere to be found. Where is Mickey Mouse? This is true. So so you want the want old the Mickey? Mi- I want the Mickey cartoons available to my children. At the drop of a hat, I want the, the goofy, you know, the woohoo! I want Uncle Scrooge. I want the Christmas. Yeah, Donald. Oh, dude, I think I want, and and this is purely nostalgia because I remember watching this. If you say the Ang- Apple Dumpling Gang, I'm cutting this podcast off. Dude, I didn't even think about that. I would love to watch Apple Dumpling Gang. Oh my god, that is a great movie. I love those. Uh, I can't even think of West. the comedian. I can't even think of Don Don Nuts. Yes, I love Don Nuts. Oh my goodness. The Incredible Mr. Limpet. 
Harry. Yes, I think I'm going really old school, older than myself. And I'm going to say I would like to see the old black and white uh, Disney Club, Mickey Mouse Club. With a net on a cello? Yes, I think that would be fun. And I remember watching those. Ask and your great-grandparents, you get... kids. Hey, yeah, yeah, some of these people actually ask their great-grandparents. That's Oh, that makes me feel bad. Um, but I really enjoyed watching those. And now that you mention it, you know, might as well throw on some Apple and Duffel Gang or uh, the original Pete's Dragon. Those are, those are two of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. So we got to watch uh, a trailer, and uh, it, it brought back some memories for me. I got to talk about this trailer with you, man. Uh, go ahead. So, so, so Punisher, we got it, and it was awesome. Okay, I did not watch it for a couple of days. Number one, I'm like, what? A Punisher trailer? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. And then mm-hmm. the moment I turned it on, I hear one <laughs> startup. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Oh yeah. So I was in from the moment I heard it. Oh, it I know. Great. I know. You know what? This, uh, I mean, the trailer was incredible. You know, we get. <laughs> We definitely get to see that uh, this this Punisher, this Frank Castle, is out for blood, 100%. He wants to kill everybody. That it was even remotely involved in, you know, my guess is the, the murder of his family, but who knows where this storyline is taking us. But he is definitely pissed, and he is ready to kill. And then you get this song. You get Metallica's One, which is... When when I hear it, dude, to this day, I get taken back to the bowling alley, to oh, all God. of us sitting back there in that Ooh. smoky, nasty pool hall, and somebody, multiple times throughout the night, would play Sanitarium and One. Playing pool. You, you knew it was going to happen. It was just, oh, just to hear that in that setting... That that trailer was amazing to me. I, I friggin' loved it. It was pretty violent. I will tell you that right now. It looks like Frank. Yeah. Frank's got a plan, and it, it's uh, whew, he's gonna see it through. And did you? Yes, uh, he is. We saw Karen. Karen. Yeah, your favorite. Yeah, Karen. Dad, give him Karen, man. Like I said in that clip, she's worthless. Maybe she'll gain my respect in Punisher, but oh, I hate Karen. So, uh, let's see. Oh. Looks like we are getting Terminator 6, but but really it's not Terminator 6 because it appears to me like this is Terminator 2.5. I don't know w- what's would... going on. <laughs> I absolutely don't know. Don't have a clue. I don't know why. You... First of all, I don't know why you'd bring Arnold back. I don't know why you're not rebooting. I, I have no clue why you want to put. I mean, Gen- Genesis, I liked. Uh, it's it's not my favorite Terminator movie in the world. It, yeah. It's better than than the one since any one since two, and it, they made it work. Him being old, it worked. It's fine. Don't bring him but, back. Reboot. But, but, Why are we going but, Arnold and Linda Hamilton? Because Linda Hamilton is awesome. This I'm excited about. This is what gets me pumped. I freaking love. Linda Hamilton. Well, don't get me wrong. I have, no, you pro- gotta... I have no problem with Linda Hamilton finding work, acting, being great. Loved Linda ha- Hamilton in those movies. You know, she mm-hmm. was a, you know. I mean, Sarah Connor. She was not a typical woman of. So the first movie, let's talk about that. The first movie, she's a typical 80s girl thrown into the middle of this. 
doesn't have a clue. She's helpless. She's the damsel in distress. She's the love interest. Blah, blah, blah. Terminator 2 blew the doors off of a female role. Yes. I would say only preceded by one, and that would be Sigourney Weaver in Alien. She, she, I mean, Linda Hamilton, I, I think, I don't know. Both of those step up their game incredibly. Like, those are two females you do not want to mess with. But Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2, after she gets stabbed in the arm, in the shoulder by T-1000, and then she's single pumping that shotgun, there's something about that scene where you're like, you do not want to mess with this woman. She will kill you without hesitation. She is. Are you kidding me? Go, go back. Her first appearance in that movie is her doing those uh, pull-ups on that bed. She's flipped and stabbing a guy in the in. The, oh in yeah. The, the face. Uh, from the yeah, moment that, you see her on good. screen, she is she is a presence. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. I would say. It, I mean, you bring up Sigourney Weaver, and and, and I take nothing away from Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver's role mm-hmm. in in Aliens. Um, but if you look at those movies in Aliens, um, they set up that first movie to where it, it's it's not what you think. It's you don't know who's go- everybody is in danger. The the person who should survive doesn't, and it's this you know it's this girl and you know that's never been done before, and she has to be the hero and, mm-hmm. and she pulls it off, and it's a great movie, absolutely great role, launched Sigourney Weaver's career, and and and, and I have not looked back since. Absolutely right. a, a, a fan of Sigourney Weaver. But I think Terminator may have the better story from girl, you know, just a helpless damsel in distress, you know, doesn't know what's going on, is thrown into the middle of this epic tale, and becomes, you know, has agency, is a lead, is a strong person, you know, oh, yeah. and, and it's fighting for the future by the second movie. You know, character-wise, I'm not. I'm not going to say that Terminator One and Two are a better told and acted story than than Alien and Aliens. But as Ooh. for character development, I think mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton has the has the upper hand there. Whereas, I, I think you're on. I think you're on to something. But I, 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 I agree with you. I do believe that the Alien Alien Aliens is greater than Terminator Terminator Two. Ooh, see, you almost sold me on believing the opposite. You well, almost mean, sold me because because there there is something in, about Terminator Two. Well, I mean, Terminator you know? Two is the better spectacle, hands down. Yeah, but but you think as a combo, the better the better acting credential weight story, I think falls on the alien side of that argument. Yep, yeah, I, I could. Ah, oh, man, that's that's tough. I uh, I would like to see what anybody listening would think about that. Let us know. Sigourney Weaver, Linda Hamilton, which one you pick? Who who wins in a celebrity death battle? Sarah Connor, <laughs> Linda Hamilton versus Sigourney Weaver. Well, now is it is it Ripley pre dying or Ripley uh, cloned oh, from it, Alien Four? It's it's Ripley. Okay, my guess is, hey, hey, here's here's your setup, you know, because those celebrity death matches used to start off with uh, them just normal fisticuffs, and then they start breaking out the weaponry. Oh, you, she breaks gonna, out that power armor. Yeah, she's gonna uh, Sigourney Weaver's gonna break out the power armor, and uh, Linda Hamilton's gonna pick up the the mini gun that Terminator uses. And you know what? Uh, <sighs> 
gosh dang it, you're going to get me into this. But that, uh, and of course, she, it's not actually armor. It's it's uh, a forklift. She it's, yeah. it's a human armored forklift kind of thing, like a forklift. Yeah, it's a mech, in the really. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like Exo Squad. Yeah, and, it's a mech. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'd always thought. Now the the movie Starship Troopers, which I hate mm-hmm. that movie. I anyway, but. Oh, we're going to have to discuss that at a later date. I hate that movie. You cannot tell me that's a good movie. The director discuss it went at a later made... date. No, 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 no. The director went and made that movie a a film, a political propaganda movie on the nose. Don't get me wrong, but he there's such a great other story that could have been told, and he took it there. Ruined that <laughs> yeah. movie for me. Plus... I... All the troopers, or not all the troopers, but I mean, the troopers in that movie were supposed to have power armor similar to what she has there. I mean, not yeah. the forklift, but armor. And yes. there should have been a bunch of Iron Men running around fighting, which would have made a whole lot more sense against those stupid, freaking, fire breathing cockroaches. Ugh, that movie oh incenses <laughs> me. That's hilarious. Anyway, let's talk about since, something. Hey, let's, since you're already wound, wound up, let's move on to the next no, no, topic. No, 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 that's so where that I can... was going. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah. You stop me. Yeah, I'm going to prod you Let a little more you. here in a minute. We haven't got Thor 3 yet, but no. it's got enough buzz and enough goodwill that the director, Taika Watiti, I think I got it I, right, I believe. has I believe been you offered got it. to direct Akira. How do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. Let's do it. I, I'm look. There's a time and place to quit saying we're going to do something. We're going to do something. Let's. Now's the time to do it. The technology's there. The fan base that you want is probably more active right now than it has been in years. I I believe a majority, not a grand ton, but a majority of the comic book fans that go and see movies nowadays. Would love to go see Akira. You know, it, it's something that when you're in this culture and you're around this, you know, lifestyle of collecting comic books and watching movies and anime and stuff like that, Akira is something you can't avoid. Why and just just from what I've, I exactly, I mean, not that you would want to, but you know, it, it's something that when you're talking to somebody that is in this culture and they go, do you like anime? And you go, yeah. And you're like, oh, so you've seen Akira. When somebody says no, Book you're it. like, no, sorry. Here, here's a copy. Take take your time and uh, enjoy. You know, I mean, you you just do that. And I know we haven't seen Thor yet, but I have seen enough of the interviews to know that those actors that are involved in that movie absolutely love this man. They have done interviews with him. They've they've trolled him. Like the, there's several interviews where the director is giving like this su- super serious interview, and like Hemsworth and Hiddleston are behind him, goofing around. Like everybody freaking loves this man and doesn't have a bad thing to say. I'm tired of somebody accepting the role and then putting it off. You know, oh yeah, I'll do it, and then less than six months later, they're ditching it. Accept it. Well, do don't, it. Don't get me Let's wrong. Don't get me wrong. Akira is a beast to tackle in today's environment. And of course, but you can do it. You can the technology can is it. there. Well, the technology is one thing. The casting is going to be something completely, you know, after 
Oh my gosh. After the the uh, Ghost in the Shell fiasco, after yeah. the post uh, Hellboy success, this well, is this is well, going to be really you... touchy. And I mean, we've talked about it. We've watched Chronicle. We thought it was a good movie. There you go. I, I even think the kid from Chronicle would be an an incredible Tetsuo. Ah, uh, yeah, but um, <laughs> therein lies the problem. And I have no problem with the director. Like, I have not, and it's completely my fault, it's on Netflix, I have not watched What We Do in the Shadows. I, everybody that's seen that has said that movie is absolutely hilarious, one of the best comedies that came out that year, and a mm-hmm. really well-made movie. That's that's my fault. And the problems I have with seeing the stuff in, in the Thor 3 trailer, I'm willing to put aside. To, to sit, Maybe the movie is amazing. Everybody's talking good about it. It may just be me with these bright colors and everything. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's uh, you. Nah. It's you. But it's you. these bright colors and everything kind of fits Akira. <sighs> Let yeah. me tell you. Because yeah. if, if Akira is anything, trailers and the stills I've seen from this new Blade Runner movie look would look perfect in Akira. Oh, yeah. So, I'm telling you. Technology is that... there. We are there for that. Yes, it's the time to strike. Let's do it. Where can they screw Akira up, though? Because I don't, uh, don't think that negative. Well, I mean, let, don't bring let's, that. Let's talk. No, 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 no. We're talking about it. Let's talk about it because Akira is is one of those, and when I mean those, it it is Watchmen level. It is it is fear and yeah. loathing level. It is a cerebral movie. It is something you have in your video collection. You've watched four or five times and are still getting new stuff not public consumption material not go to the movie theater and say i love the hell out of it material uh watchmen you know yeah i agree i agree but listen the where they'll screw up is they will try to not make the children so complicated they'll i don't know i don't i don't know where they'll screw up It, it they'll do something with akira where it is not right. They'll, they'll screw him up. They'll make it a... I don't know. They'll make it a person. I, they'll make Akira I don't know. a computer program or something. Okay, but... Some, yeah. but okay, yeah. so let's, let's put that aside. Let's assume the best. What do you have to see in your Akira movie? What scenes are you on the edge of your seat going, oh my god, it's fixing to happen, I'm fixing to see this scene okay. in live action. What, well, what it- you, you take the motorcycle that came out of the tumbler in Batman, and you paint that thing bright freaking red, and, and you, I want to see every bike scene. Well, All you're going to get that. Scenes. It's going to be in Ready Player One. So Yeah, I, but I want to see it in Akira as well. I have a couple. I mean, uh, obviously, obviously the flex, you know. I want to see bending, bending reality, kind of type stuff it's neat right yeah like the hospital scene um yes a couple of things i just have to see in an akira movie number one i need to see the orbital laser yeah um and and the amazing you know footage of that i i have to see the uh the whole military complex writhing you know that beautiful scene of where it's coming out of the ground and destroys the stadium and 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 oh, hoses and everything are flying and it's on this grand scale and you truly that's really something hard to pull off in an animated form 
and it's this sense of how massive and huge this thing is writhing around and 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 you know being let loose on the city and um the transformation of tetsuo the gosh like you said the hospital scene Mm -hmm. which uh, uh chronicle just ripped straight from the page yeah um I didn't care though. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was great. Uh, yeah, that that was one of the best things I, about that movie. That's the most memorable thing about that movie is how much he pulled from that, and I loved it. I absolutely loved mm-hmm. it. But the quiet moments in Akira, what you know, like them in the in in the bar, you know, at the very first of the movie where it's all the kids and they're talking in the bar, yeah. um, the the chase through the city with the clown gang. Uh, the the them at the police station it gets. It, oh, it, I got to see this entire movie. I see. Why not just make it live action? Look, I, I've said it before. You you have material that is loved, adored. We I honestly don't care <gasps> if you copy it verbatim. I seriously don't. I don't. I mean, am I wrong for saying that? Am I? Am I? Am I different than anybody else by thinking, man, just take this animated. Here's your script. It's already written for you. I need you to work on all the special effects and find me some good actors to deliver these lines. Yes, but, but you don't have to worry about a script. You don't have to worry about a screenplay. You, it's done for you. But you absolutely know in the history of movie making, nobody has ever done that. I know exactly why. It's why? Not going why? To happen. So this Why? is what we're speculating, <laughs> just like. Oh. But it 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 can, it can work well. I mean, it can be yeah. Captain America: Winter Soldier. That is in no way word for word like that comic book, which is great. Steve Epping's run on Captain America, where that Winter Soldier run is absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that movie is. I would not trade that movie for a verbatim script. You know, Civil War in no way like the actual Civil War. Still no. great. Yes, I, I would like to think that Akira will fall that way. You know, well, they miss, they didn't do some things, but it's still amazing. That would be absolutely great for me, and uh, and verbatim, like you said, would be great for me as well. But uh, I know that's not going to happen, and I know there's a lot of there's there's dangerous waters ahead. Right. I hope he's but, the right captain. Hey, I say, I say, go for it. Somebody's got to pull the trigger sometime. You might as well be him. He seems like a reliable guy. We got some news about the next X-Men movie, maybe bringing in an old X-Men actor. Uh, Colossus Daniel Cudmore has been cast, or has been talked about being cast in the movie, but not as Colossus. He may be... Not as Colossus. The Gladiator. Oh, really? Yeah, because... um, Oh shoot! Who's the girl that's been cast in it? Uh, it's uh, what's her face? Uh, oh yeah, good old what's her face? Dagum it! <laughs> Hold on, love doing this stuff. Jessica Chastain has been cast in the movie. Oh. Uh, lots of speculation that she will be or the Shi'ar Queen, um, Lalandra. Oh, that'll be cool. Daniel Cudmore could be. A member of the um, Shi'ar Empire, the uh, the Royal Guard, the Gladiator, who is of course basically Superman. Like he is, like Gladiator and Superman are basically the same character. 
That is awesome. Yeah, Gladiator is a character uh, that, that's in a great run in, in Fantastic Four. Like, Reed Richards figures out his powers and, and figures out how to defeat him. Uh, because he's he's basically a telekinetic, but he's like super okay. telekinetic. But he doesn't he doesn't consciously use his power. He uses it physically. Like if he goes to hit something, he can punch like a like a starship, you know, and make it go away. <laughs> like That's his, awesome. His power, like he can lift a building where you can't actually lift a building because physics would you know the building would you know crumble. He, he, yeah, yeah. he uses his power, and he can actually lift the whole building because he, you know, he could use. He's his mentally holding yeah, it all yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. So that's awesome. Kind of complicated way around for him doing amazing stuff, but basically he could go toe to toe with Superman, no problem. Um, and I'd be great to. I love the guy. I, I wanted to see yeah. him be Colossus in, you know, like even Deadpool. Which, but I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't trade the new the, the Deadpool Colossus now, of course. That oh no, that was great. You're, it's already set. Yeah, it's already set. Uh, yeah, that's and I'm glad good. to see him come back. here. But of course, he could be young Colossus. That's not a problem. No, it wouldn't matter. It'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm kind of excited to see what they do now. Apocalypse, not that great mm-hmm. of a movie. Uh, the director on this well, one is Simon Kittenberg. I, I just hope they they do some new stuff. That would be nice. It, I mean, but they I, have a lot of possibilities I'm ahead of them. Lie. I'm kind of more excited uh, for Deadpool 2 and the New Mutants movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so am I, and... You know, I I believe there's a few of us that are still waiting to see if uh, your rumor that you have created is true. This handshake that has occurred unbeknownst to a single person on the planet. And but if it did occur and you're right, I I will definitely be happy and give you props for knowing it happened. But I'm still waiting on it. Yeah, I I agree. Full heart. Deadpool. Deadpool 2 is going to be amazing, though. Local Hall, I talked last week that I got a computer, and so you and I had discussed getting booms for our microphones. Word of warning, word of warning for you, when uh, you order your boom, you know, it comes with a little C-clamp on the back. I, I now have a boom. That is my local hall, but my desk is about four inches tall you know at, at for the base of the desk and the c-clamp was only about three and a half when fully opened so i was like huh this uh this ain't gonna work and uh i don't feel like sending this back to amazon so i got this smart idea that i would use a jigsaw on the back side of my desk i measured out exactly where i wanted my uh boom and i'll Cut two slits, you know, halfway up, a half inch, maybe a little more up on either side. And uh, then I'll use a hammer. And because it's particle board, I can pop it once and this little square will fly out. And then, bam, I'll have this nice spot to put my boom. I like this I perfect did... scenario you're building here. This sounds. Oh, like... yeah, yeah. It Just, just wait. Just. <sighs> so I do the slits. Everything goes fine. I take the hammer, I give it a one fell good hit, and the entire back of my desk blew off. <laughs> so the boom is on and it's working, and I'm glad to have it. 
but I, I totally demolished the back half of my desk in the single swing of a hammer. That can happen. Uh, hashtag don't do that. I actually visited our friends at um, Collector's Paradise. Ooh. And I Thanks. ended what? up with something. Okay, so I hardly ever think about these because I never, I never see them anywhere. I've only got the ones I've got out of sheer coincidence. Mm-hmm. But... Marvel has the original Marvel graphic novels. Whenever anybody says graphic novel now, they mean they're talking about trade paperback. But Marvel had a series of graphic novels, magazine-sized comics that they did special stories in. Now a bunch of them are not connected to the Marvel universe at all. You know, there's uh, uh, some standalone stories. They it's a format where they put writers and artists on this big epic thing that wouldn't fit in a you know comic format or a, or a one shot or a mini series kind of thing. And they let them test the legs there and that kind of thing. But quite a few of them are big epic stories. Like uh the m- most famous one of course is Death of Captain Marvel that was done in a graphic novel format. Uh X-Men God okay. Loves Man Kills which is the the basis of like X-Men 2, uh which where uh, William Stryker comes from. Um, <clears throat> the Aladdin effect, and, and there are a couple others. But uh, I ran across at Collector's Paradise Avengers Emperor Doom and Ooh. Spider-Man Ooh. Parallel Lives, and I was able to pick those up at a great price. They had a buy one, get one free sale. Dude. Um, and Avengers Emperor Doom has a recent uh, bad guy that popped up in uh, Jessica Jones, the Purple Man. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and, yes. Um, Emperor Doom is a story where Doctor Doom captures the Purple Man and amplifies his power uh, to take over the rest of the world, and he is going to be Emperor of the world and run things efficiently and everybody listen to him. And, of course, the Avengers have to stop him. Ends up right. being a really, really good story. You know, it's it's a tale of, you know, uh, Doctor Doom is actually not a bad ruler, <laughs> but... Right. There's a problem with one guy ruling the world. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, eh, the Avengers do what they do. So I- I'm happy to have it. I've never actually read it because it's not collected. I mean, it's hard to do those those stories because they're not they're a different format. I mean, you can't just shrink it down and print it in a comic. Uh, right. But I-, I I enjoy it, and uh, I- I'm really happy to have that. I'm actually looking for right now, um, ec- and. An X-Men Fantastic Four Avengers uh, graphic novel uh, called Revenge of the Living Monolith. And uh, I, I haven't found that yet, but I'd like to get a hold of that. And, of course, Spider-Man that would, Parallel that sounds Lives, awesome. but which is a, a Doc Ock, uh, uh, Mary Jane story. Um, so I, huh. I walked That's away cool. very happy I found them. That's awesome, dude. Now, uh, as we move along, we'll go into Have You Seen It? You've seen something this week that uh, I'm proud of you. Will you tell me about it, man? Tell me about the movie that you want us to see this week. Well, it's a movie I've skated around for a long time. I mean, I'll watch it when I have time or, you know, I've heard it's good. And Well, I'd never seen Dead Poet Society. And it's a movie that got critical acclaim when it came out. I knew it had Robin Williams. It has a bunch of guys in it that you'd recognize nowadays, like uh, Ethan Hawke and uh, 
the guy who was uh, House's Watson. I don't remember his name. He's the main character. Um, really good movie. I mean, really strong performance, really touching. Um, I don't think I would have got the same impact with this movie if I had watched it before now. I'm kind of glad I watched it now because mm-hmm. there's having children, the scene with Red Foreman, you know what I'm talking oh. about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, really struck. You know, I just. Next time uh, my children were asleep, whenever I watched this movie, so the next time he was awake and, and cognizant, I, I gave him a big hug and told him I loved him. Um, yeah, but yeah, really good movie. Robin Williams is not in the movie as much as is I, I was expecting, and no, he he was used really well. I mean, it's it's hard not to just blow your movie out with Robin Williams if you have Robin Robin Williams at your disposal. Uh, his his his. Role was actually, you know, kind of toned down for any kind of movie. It's probably the most toned down role I've ever seen him play. Like, I've never seen Insomnia or anything like that, which is a dramatic role. Uh, mm-hmm. But I really like this movie. It, it's it's up there with one of my favorite dramatic movies um, I've probably seen a comedian in. That, that is awesome, dude. I freaking love Dead Poet Society, and I agree with you. I haven't watched it since I've expanded my family, so maybe I should give it a try. I, I'll go back and see it again because I, I know I loved it the first time. Now, this week, I have one for you that uh, you've, I'm pretty sure, never seen that not anybody, anybody that's listening probably hasn't seen or has seen. <laughs> And that is called The Gamers, Dorkness Rising. And when I tell you this movie is cheaply made, I mean it is... I'm looking at the images right now. (laughs) It is cheaper than Napoleon Dynamite. It is a bunch of... This is like worse than Dungeons & Dragons 2, dude. (laughs) Yes, but let me tell you, this, this is on my Have You Seen It. This is a great movie. If you are a Dungeons and Dragons fan, if you are a fan of just dork stuff in general, this is a great movie. My wife, uh, I showed this to her when, well, I want to say we were still dating. And this movie was kind of to test the waters. This is one of those, how far can I push this girl and can I get away with it? The Gamer's Dorkness Rising. I highly suggest it. It is about a bunch of friends that are playing Dungeons and Dragons, and one day they decide to add a girl to the group. Things get a little crazy. You get to see them in real life, and then as the they start playing D and D, you get to see them in their attire. They transform. You know, they still look like themselves, but they're wearing a cheesy knight's outfit or a bard's outfit. And I know it looks bad. If you look up the images, it looks a little hilarious, but give it a try. It's a great quality flick. You'll enjoy it. I promise. Check it out. It's on Amazon prime right now, but I know you can watch it on YouTube for free. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Trust. I'll trust. All right, dude, check it out. Uh, that about wraps us up for this week. Um, I just want to say that on the Facebook page, we have been getting tons of activity and 
I can't be more thankful. I mean, I have tried to step up my game as far as, all right, I see this article. I need to post it. If it's something I like, I tried my best to post it on our page. I want to create, you know, a, a flow of stuff you enjoy, uh, you know, your post stuff and then my post stuff. And if we combine those two, I can really see us making a great page where people will like our page to see the articles that we post about, to see the stuff that we have to say about it, and not just strictly for the podcast. I, I want to be something that, you know, oh, when a, a news story breaks or a new trailer comes out, you can just look on our page and it's already there. And, you know, I've tried to be better about that because there have been times that we just discuss stuff without putting it on our page and... I'm doing my best to step up the game, and everybody's response has just been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen a big uptick in uh, likes and, and people sharing, and we really appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm always looking for the conversations, guys, so just hit us back on anything you want to talk about. That's right, man. Um, I have also started picking up uh, my stuff. I linked my Instagram to my Twitter for the first time ever, I believe, and... Uh, if anybody wants to follow me on Instagram, I think that's going to be my new source of picture posting. I, I normal I know I've done like a ton of Twitter stuff, but I feel the swing towards Instagram. So my Instagram is Maynard98. Imagine that. Uh, you can still find me on on Twitter at Maynard98. You can find both of us at Not So Southern G's on Twitter. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. Hit us back. Uh, like I said, anytime you need oh. to talk, happy Dude, to do it. Dude, you forgot to say, we have an Instagram. I, a combined Instagram now. A Not So Southern Gentleman Instagram, correct? Yes. I haven't got many there pictures you go. up yet. But. But it, 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 it's a work in progress. If you follow us already, hop over to the Instagram and then await, because I'm going to flood it with all my collection pictures. Uh, I'm sure Ricky will have a ton of good stuff. We can start doing uh, uh, video stuff at cons when we're there, you know. Maybe a little short videos here and there explaining, you know, here's a cool booth or here's some cool books that we got deals on. We'll tell you more about them during the podcast. I'm just, maybe I'm just now learning about Instagram a few years too late, but... Hey, better late to the party than never. Ah, I enjoyed this as always, dude. Or not so southern gentlemen. I'm Sean. Y'all have a good one. I'm Mr. B6. Look at me.